Okay guys, holy crap. That was confusing and crazy and there were things I liked and things I didn't like. Before we get into it, however, I wanted to say this at the beginning of the episode because I'm not sure how many people actually make it to the end of these episodes. So, if you're listening to this, please, please, please tweet me at hashtag obrotherpodcast and let me know what you think of everything that I'm talking about in this episode. And you can also tweet me directly at it's me Bree Lee, and you can find me on social media at that handle everywhere. So now it is time to get into the drama that was episode four of Celebrity Big Brother season two. I'm not even sure where to begin with this, to be totally honest with you. Um, I think I should probably start back at before the episode. I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter and everything and all the people watching the live feeds saying that the mooch had quit or he just wasn't there. Clearly he was gone. And so I made the decision that I was not going to get CBS All Access and not get the live feeds because one, it would consume my entire life and I just really don't have time for that right now. And also I wanted the podcast to be to be able to be spoiler free. So people who aren't subscribed to the live feeds and just watch the regular episodes, I wanted to be able to listen to this podcast. So I didn't want to spoil anything and I was afraid that if I had the live feeds, I would accidentally spoil something or not be able to remember which things happened in the episodes and which things I saw in the live feeds. So that's that. But anyways, I saw some spoilers on Twitter about the mooch leaving. There's a lot of conspiracy theories on why and exactly what happened, but we'll get there. At the beginning of the episode, Julie said, nothing is as it seems. And Julie, that is the understatement of the season. Because even going into this episode, I was confused. I'm sure you were confused. I think everybody was confused. Even from the beginning, before they revealed anything about the mooch, they started acting like it was some kind of twist. Because they said that, oh, one of the house guests is in on a twist. Like, you'll never believe it. Blah, blah, blah. It's day 10 inside the Big Brother house. That's 10 days of drama, laughter, and tears. Alliances have formed. Alliances have crumbled. And tonight, the first celebrity will be evicted. However, a twist is about to be unleashed that will send one house guest out of the game before the live voting even begins. But first, I'll just say this. Nothing is as it seems. Then they cut to Ryan and Jonathan talking. And Ryan is telling Jonathan that he thinks the girls are coming after him because Natalie and Tamar had like a little high five moment. So during the veto thing, say I was on the, say this is the couch I was on, right? I was like this. Once Ricky said, I'm not going to use the power of veto. I looked in the mirror and I see Tay Tay go like this. And then Natalie goes. They're coming after me? I, I think, I, I don't know, that's the thing. This is not, oh, I wish Jonathan was taken off the block. Oh, that is, yes, we're winning! If it's true that the girls are working together outside of our main alliance, that's not good. So Ryan calls a house meeting and pulls out a card from Big Brother from CBS about a breaking celebrity news twist. Or this is when I realized they were going to start talking about this mooch situation. I'll play exactly what 
the twist was, but what it seemed like was there was this mystery celebrity that wasn't actually there to play the game and they were this like mole, this saboteur almost and they they came in and you should have been paying attention to them while they were there and they're supposed to be coming into the house every so often to shake up the game. House guests, as you know, there are twists and turns throughout the season and as the game has already proven, anything can happen at any time in the celebrity Big Brother house. So stay on your toes because throughout the season, we'll be surprised by breaking celebrity news, alerts that will be broadcast into the house and will twist up the Big Brother game like never before. They're all freaking out, like, oh, who's this house guest, blah, blah, blah. And then the mooch pops up on the screen and they're all like, oh my God, what's going on? And the mooch says that he's officially out of the house, but he is there to shake up the game. And the first thing he says is that because he's gone, he gets to give the house guests an extra veto competition so that somebody gets the chance to save themselves once again. And you know that this recording of the mooch was done recently because he names the nominees by name. Because I'm giving the current nominees a second chance at safety. (gasps) What's up, my Willis? For the first time ever, there will be two veto competitions prior to the eviction. I knew it! Oh my God! Oh my God! That's right, Jonathan and Tom, you both have a chance to rewrite your big brother history by winning Mooch's veto. So it had to be after the power of veto competition because he says who the people are on the block, which is a red flag to me. But then he says Ryan also as HOH must replace the mooch right away without talking to anybody, without talking any game. He has to pick somebody to put on the block, which I personally think is a little bit unfair. I mean, Ryan's already nominated so many people and it doesn't end here. This kid has so much blood on his hands. Good luck, Ryan, because everybody in this house is going to be gunning for him now. So Ryan swiftly nominates Candy and says it's because their personalities don't mesh. But then in his diary room, in the diary room, he says that... He thinks that she's in some way in cahoots with like Tamar, Natalie, Lolo. But actually, I feel like Candy's on the outside. So he's wrong there. I don't know why he wouldn't just put Lolo up. So Tamar reveals in the diary room that she's happy that Candy is up there, which is no surprise. Candy is confused and she is salty. Ryan tries to come up and like give her a hug or like shake her hand or something. And she straight up tells him to leave her alone. Uh, don't, don't come trying to hug me now. You said we ain't bonded yet, so let's not bond. Which I thought was hilarious. And go Candy for sticking up for herself. Although, you can't be reactionary in this game. We've talked about it on the last episode. So she really needs to get her act together and just let bygones be bygones and forgive and forget until it's her turn to put somebody up and then she can put Ryan up. But for now, she just needs to act civil. So hopefully, she doesn't take it too far. So the people in the veto competition are obviously everyone who's on the block plus Ryan. And then the two that get picked are Dina and Kato, which couldn't be more random. And so they go to this veto competition, which is all based around Anthony Scaramucci. So they have to read these headlines, which are based on Mooch quotes, and they have to say how many are actually real. And surprisingly, Kato won the veto. Or as he said about 14 times, Kato win the veto, Kato win the veto, over and over again. And 
then they showed this weird goodbye message from the mooch, which I was confused about because according to the card that Ryan read, it seems like the mooch was going to be shaking up the game throughout the season. However, what the mooch said in his video seemed like a goodbye forever goodbye. Like it didn't seem like a, oh, I'll see you soon with my next twist. It seemed like he was done. So I don't think we'll be seeing the mooch again. I want to give a shout out to my roommates. Didn't realize that was coming, did you? We love you, Mooch! Bye, Mooch! I met some great friends. We had way more in common than what actually separated us. And I think that's a big lesson for everybody. Which at this point, I'm happy about because I'm over this whole Mooch drama. This guy is going to get more hate for quitting the Big Brother house than he did for leaving or being fired from the White House. So then Lolo and Ryan have a sit down, which could not have been more awkward. Lolo was so standoffish. She basically confronted Ryan about the fact that he was trying to put her up. And so Ryan decides, just because Lolo says, don't put me up, he's not going to put her up as a replacement nominee. Because Ryan clearly has no idea what he's doing in this game and will do anything that anyone tells him, which is why he's basically been doing everything that Jonathan has told him this entire time. Like he said before, he's an athlete, but he doesn't have the brains. Although I do have to say I actually kind of feel bad for him at this point because he is getting so much blood on his hands. There is no chance that he's going to last to the end of the season or even that many more weeks, to be honest, because he can't compete in the next HOH, so he's kind of screwed. Then he puts up Joey, and I was so happy. Joey doesn't even want to be there. Send Joey home. I wanted them to send Joey home so badly. Joey should 100% have been the first person out. He doesn't care to be there, and he doesn't believe in alliances, so it's not like he's going to get far anyways. He's just hanging out. Like He doesn't care about Big Brother at all. He doesn't deserve to be there. I sound very passionate about not wanting Joey in this game, but I don't. So Tom has a discussion with Cato and basically says that they're in the majority right now for the vote. And so they are deciding who they want to stay and they say they want Candy to stay. Well, Ricky and Lolo say that they want her to go because of Tamar, because they think her and Tamar are just going to feud some more and it's going to be bad for the house overall. I personally agree with Tom and Cato. I think Candy should stay, especially if they want to keep the targets off of their backs they should keep candy and tamar because they'll go at each other and not at other house guests if you know what i mean so then it comes down to the votes and dina is the only one that voted to evict candy nobody voted to evict joey which irked me 100 irked me everyone else kato tamar ricky tom lolo and natalie voted to evict jonathan which i was not surprised by christina and i talked about it in the last episode we figured that jonathan would be first evicted because if he wasn't first evicted he was going to make it to the end of this game now here's the thing about this mooch drama so i've seen a lot of theories as to what people think happened so let's backtrack a little bit it really bothers me that cbs is trying to act like this mooch situation was a twist that they had planned all along because they marketed him as a house guest now we've seen saboteurs in the past in past seasons where they've had house guests sort of do things in the house to like shake up the game without other house guests knowing and things like that. So if the plan was for him to be a saboteur from the beginning and for him to not stay the whole season, they should have marketed the season that way. They should have told us that from the beginning, but they didn't. It did seem though that 
a lot of the lines the mooch was saying or like things he was saying in the dr were very scripted sounded very fake he didn't sound like he was being himself he sounded like he was reading from a script and i think the vast majority of people do not believe that this twist was legit most people think that he decided he didn't want to be there anymore so cbs scrapped together really quickly this stupid twist to cover it up however I could see that being true, but the only thing that makes me think it's not is that there's all of these random things he said and did that seemed purposeful, which would make sense because of that veto competition they did. The veto competition was purposeful in that it had to do with things that the mooch said. And so that makes me believe he didn't necessarily quit and then they planned this whole thing last minute. I saw a tweet by Dalton Ross, which to be honest, I don't know who he is. His bio says executive editor at large for Entertainment Weekly. But I saw his tweet. He tweeted, more likely scenario is that Mooch wouldn't agree to be in the house the whole time and CBS was desperate for the publicity, so used him for that to kick off the season, deceiving BB celeb fans in the process. And now, this is a theory that immediately when I heard the Mooch was gone, this theory popped into my head. I was like, I bet you he made a con- he, CBS approached him to do the show and he said, I'll do it, but I'm not going to stay the whole season. And so CBS worked up this whole plan to have him be a part of the cast so that people would get excited that there was going to be like another Omarosa in the house, another big politician who could shake things up. He was like the big name that they used to promote the season. And then they tried to act like he was this saboteur and all this stuff. But Clearly, the fans know better. Like, we know this was faked. Like, it can't, can't be real. And so, I saw that. My other thought was, maybe he said, I'll do this, but if I decide I don't want to be here, I need a way out. So, this also could have been, like, a backup plan. I don't think he just quit and then they planned this last minute. But I do think they either had it as a backup plan or this was their plan from the beginning. I mean, it is possible that it was a last-minute thing, but I personally don't think it was. I'm sick of talking about the mooch, so I'm going to move on from this subject, but I'm sure it will come up again at some point. Hopefully, we don't see him for the rest of the season because, to be honest, I was actually rooting for him as a house guest, which shocked me. I didn't think I was going to like him at all, but I found him very likable, and now that there's all this drama, I don't even want to think about him anymore. I've been betrayed by CBS and the mooch. I do want to talk about this Cato and Tom Alliance, because I'm actually loving it right now. So Kato wins the veto, which was shocking, and he uses the veto on Tom, which like was the cutest thing ever. Kato hasn't been my favorite this season, but now that he's teaming up with Tom, I kind of like them as a duo. I actually could see them going kind of far because they seem, they're very unassuming. They're not intimidating at all. So I feel like people won't suspect them or won't, won't target them right away. They kind of let Ricky into the fold a little bit when they were discussing who to vote out. And they also talked to Lolo. I don't like Lolo, so I don't want her to be a part of their alliance. Ricky could potentially be helpful, but he's also a loose cannon. He went with that information from Ryan Wright to Lolo and told her. So I don't think that they should give him too much information. I would love to see them team up with Candy. I think that could be awesome. Um, a very unexpected trio, that's for sure. Who else could they team up with? I want to say Dina, but I'm just not feeling Dina right now. She hasn't really done much, to be honest. Ryan, he sealed his fate already. 
I tweeted that Cato and Tom are my favorite power couple, and then a lot of people seemed to agree. Also, just a little side note, Tom Green's um, Twitter account liked a few of my tweets, so I feel really famous, even though he said before the season that his parents are running his account. So thanks, Mr. and Mrs. Green. I appreciate it. They liked my tweet that said, Cato wanting to save Tom is actually the cutest. Okay, Cato, you're a little less annoying for a second. They liked that tweet. Oh my god, I forgot about this moment. So Tom Green's account also liked this tweet. So Tom is talking to Ricky and Cato about who they want to vote out. And Tom is saying, oh, you don't think Joey's a strong player? Like, shouldn't we consider voting out Joey? And Ricky goes, who? And he was joking, but Tom was thought he was serious. He was like, uh, Joey Lawrence? And he was like, buddy, it was a joke. But that gained Ricky so many brownie points in my eyes. And I think a lot of other fans, too, because I saw a lot of tweets about it. Because literally, who is Joey Lawrence? Like, this guy does not deserve to be there at all. And Ricky nailed it. I honestly feel like CBS just put that in there because they knew the fans would love it. And secretly, nobody, even CBS, wants Joey to be there right now. I also wanted to point out that Ryan looked like such like a proud but also like sad father watching Jonathan make his speech, which was the worst speech ever, by the way. He said the word team like 14 times and it was a way too long julie didn't cut them off i was like julie girl you need to cut them off but ryan watching him was actually precious and then when jonathan left the house and he started talking to julie julie nailed it when she told him about exactly what his flaws were this this season and she basically said that him saving dina sealed his fate and she couldn't be more right But it wasn't even just the fact that he saved Dina. It was the fact that he saved Dina and didn't clue in the rest of his alliance on what he was doing. You convinced Ryan not. You stuck your neck out for Dina or Diana, as Ryan Ryan. would say. As Ryan would say, Diana. Why? Why? Why did you stick your neck out for (sighs) Dina? Because at the end of the day, I know A, Lindsay would kill me if I didn't protect her. And B, it's Dina. Like, you have to protect someone that can't be, like, she's not going to win some of the physical challenges. And I felt that it was my responsibility with Ryan to protect Dina. And the other big problem I had was when Ryan, like... uh, No. Let me tell you something. What happened? You stuck your neck out for her. You didn't clue in the women in your alliance. That planted seeds of doubts in their head against you. They were blindsided. Right. And that was the beginning of the end for you. Communication. Communication is key in any relationship. You know this game. Yes, I do. I do. Like You can't just do that and then not tell anyone and expect them not to care. Then if he realized that they were upset, which it seemed like he and Ryan did realize it, that they were upset, he should have gone to them and been like, oh, shit, guys, sorry I didn't tell you about this plan. It was super rushed. You know how quick this game is going. And so we decided we wanted to keep Dina and put up Tom instead. Had he done that, he might still be in the house right now, but he didn't. He and Ryan got way too power hungry and thought they had all these votes in the house, and at the last minute, they lost them all. Or not even at the last minute. Throughout their few days in the house, they slowly lost people. That alliance may have disintegrated quicker than level six. Hate to say it. And now I have no idea what Ryan's going to do because he has this huge target on on his back, and now his brain is gone. Jonathan was the mastermind between the Ryan and Jonathan duo. So Ryan is alone in this game, completely alone. If the people in this house are smart, they will snatch him up right away because 
he's a puppet and he needs a puppet master. So somebody needs to swoop in and get Ryan. Kato and Tom should bring Ryan and Candy into their alliance. That would be the most unexpected alliance in Big Brother history. And they would go so far. I'm curious to see what other twists Big Brother is about to uh, unleash on this house. And I hope they're not bogus like this last one was. I have a lot of respect for CBS, but not in the moment I don't. Also noteworthy, which I almost forgot about, the votes. So Dina voted out Candy, which is not surprising that she didn't vote out Jonathan because her and Jonathan have a past. And the only reason she's in this game right now is because of Jonathan, which I don't know if she knows that or not, but it's besides the point. She doesn't want to vote out Jonathan. So her other two options were Candy and Joey. I'm surprised she doesn't seem like she wants to make waves. So I'm surprised she didn't vote Joey out. Now, I don't know if this was a strategic move on Dina's part, but if it was, Dina is so smart. I think we would have heard it in the DR if if this was a strategic move on her part. My thought process is if she flips her vote and votes Candy out instead of Joey, because Joey would be the obvious person to just like throw a vote at, he's not going to care. If she puts it on Candy, she can then blame Tamar for voting Candy out, which I assume is probably what's going to happen anyways. Candy's going to think Tamar is the one vote against her because who else would have the motive, right? So if Dina can pin that on Tamar, Tamar's going to go crazy because she knows she didn't vote Candy out. Meanwhile, there's no way to prove it. And Candy's going to be pissed because she has no reason to believe it wasn't Tamar that voted her out. So if Dina is this mastermind, then I am shocked. Either way, I think that it's going to get a lot more dramatic going forward, and it's already been a lot of drama. I saw someone tweet something like, oh my god, they didn't do goodbye messages. And I'm like, girl, if they did goodbye messages, they would have been recording goodbye messages for half the friggin' house. Because legit, everybody, almost everybody had their booty cheeks on that block. Now let's talk about Julie's outfit. Because Julie Girl is rocking an LBD tonight, and I love it. Little black dress goes about just below the knee. So she's being a little bit reserved, but it's very tight-fitted. So she's showing off those curves. She's got her shoulders out. Her shoulders are out to play. A little clavicle action going on. I like this outfit, Julie. And her shoes are super cute. They're like these little booties with a stiletto heel. She got some sort of feather detail on the dress, which is unexpected. And you know what they say in Big Brother. Expect the unexpected. She just got an updo, her smoky eye, and just a little bit of statement jewelry on her wrist there. Julie's looking cute tonight. I would rate this Julie Chen outfit as like a 7. I'm not going to give her any higher than a 7 because it doesn't have the wow factor that I'm usually looking for when I see Julie. Julie usually gives us something different, something we wouldn't expect. This one is just nice. So we'll see how Julie does next episode. All right, let's talk about my MVP of this episode. My MVP of this episode was actually Kato. Kato came in clutch with that veto. He came to play. So now we know that Kato is a mental mastermind. So he's going to be good in those mental comps. He really took his time with that one. And he pulled out the win for my boy Tom. So we like Kato right now. My least favorite person from this episode, well, my least favorite person from every episode is Joey, but we're going to leave Joey out of this right now because Joey doesn't do anything. What? Alliance? Bang! I hate that word. My least favorite person this episode, we're also going to leave the mooch out of it because he ain't in the house anymore, so we're not going to talk about him anymore. The mooch is no longer allowed. 
I think my least least favorite from this episode was Ryan. Ryan just, he's been screwing up, man, and now he's alone, so I don't know what he's going to do. I just feel like overall, Ryan has not made the best choices for his game. Trying to talk himself out of that crap with Lolo did not work in his favor. Ryan, I'm sorry, but you're the LVP today. We also didn't get as many like funny Tom Green moments this episode, so I'm hopeful that CBS will hook us up with some more funny Tom Green moments for next week, for next episode, which is on Sunday. A shorter podcast episode for today, but it's only been one episode. With that being said, it was a jam-packed one, but I'm going to leave you with those thoughts, and please find me on Twitter using the hashtag ohbrotherpodcast or at itsmebreelee. You can find me also on Instagram and everywhere else under that handle. And let me know, what do you think? Oh, I should also probably tell you that I'm still vote. I'm still rooting for Natalie Eva Marie. And that's all. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.